Greetings, leaders, and welcome to another episode of Leadership Best Podcast. This is Season 3, Episode 18. Why Employees Quit, Leaders Response. Let's talk about it. Hey, greetings, leaders, and welcome to another episode of Leadership Is Podcast, Season 3, Episode 18. We're talking about why employees quit. Last week, we gave the two reasons why, you know, employees quit their jobs, and they're really driven by the two great motivators of humankind, which is love and fear. Now, again, you know, this love and this fear can can be both um, or can drive, right, uh, decisions of employees to uh, be productive or non-productive, to be engaged or unengaged, right? And so depending on which direction they, you know, decide to go in with that motivator, it can produce good culture, you know, in your organization or bad culture in your organization. So if the two motivating or driving motivators of of humanity is love and fear, I remember listening to Zig Ziglar who said that fear is, um, he used it as an acronym. And remember, I love acronyms, right? It's, It's not to change your vocabulary, but to expand your dictionary. And uh, with uh, with the word fear, he uses, he said, false evidence appearing real, right? And but, well, I believe in fighting fear with fear. So I use fear as an acronym standing for, uh, you know, you have to focus everything around results, focus everything around results. What does that do? That takes the negative energy off of the of fear, right? And when you have a fear of losing, you have a fear of not um, uh, meeting your obligations or achieving your goals, right? Then you have to focus everything around the results that you want. And once you do that, that becomes positive fear, right? which is one of the motivating drivers of, you know, human beings, you can begin to be a little more productive with that. So love and fear are are the two great motivators, right? And depending on how you use love and fear, how you adapt to love and fear, right? Uh, How love and fear motivates you can either produce a good culture in your organization or toxic culture in your organization. So let's look at love, right? From a uh, from a positive perspective, love is, you know, there. Here's some attributes of love, and see if you see this in your culture, right? Uh, there's joy. There is happiness, and there is compassion right, in the individual uh, that is there, right, if there's, if there is positive love, if there's love there in your employee, your employee has joy, has happiness, and has compassion, and then that is found, right, in uh, their teamwork, 
is found in their customer service and is found in their products and services. So the individual has happiness, joy, and compassion. That's their mindset. Then that's found in their work, which is, you know, being a part of the team or the teamwork is found in their customer service. It's found in their products and services. It's found in their, you know, job duties and responsibilities, right? And so then that contributes to good company culture. However, if your uh, employee is driven by fear, here are some attributes of fear, which is guilt, depression, anger, and jealousy, right? That's the individual uh, mindset. Now, where do you see that in the job performance is you see it in conflict, confusion, lack of engagement, and lack of productivity, right? Which contributes to bad culture or toxic culture. Now, if they're driven by fear, which is to focus everything around results, then that's basically the same as love, right? It's basically the same as love. You see them obtaining their goals. You see them, um, you know, being productive. You see them being a part of uh, something, you know, the conversations, then their actions, right? You see them being a productive member of the organization. You see them being a positive reflection uh, in the organization, right? When they're driven by focus everything around results or that positive fear. So, again, love and fear, the two great motivators of humans or of humankind, of humanity. Love is joy, happiness, and compassion in the individual and is found in their work, in their teamwork, their customer service, their products and services which contributes to good company culture. When they have negative fear, which is, you know, part of that is guilt, depression, anger, and jealousy. See if you see that in your company culture, right? In individuals. See if you see aspects of that, right? Uh, sprinkled out uh, through your organization. And then what, and also see if you see conflict, I'm talking about negative conflict. Now, we've done a podcast before that talks about the value of team conflict because team conflict is valuable, right? It, it allows you to be able to see uh, what's, you know, behind the conflict of your organization, behind your teams, right? If it's good, because conflict is a part, it's a necessary part of growth and development. I remember reading in Patrick Lencioni's book, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team, when he talked about that, that, you know, that passionate conversation um, is absolutely necessary. It's a necessary part of the uh, cohesiveness, growing the cohesiveness of a team. That conflict is inevitable, especially when people are passionate. Think about 
if you've ever watched it in 1972, um, The Godfather, right? Uh, where uh, uh, Vito Corleone and his sons, including Sonny Corleone, went to a meeting. And in this meeting, they were proposed to be a part of something that Vito absolutely did not believe in. Unfortunately, his son showed interest in this thing, which exposed lack of, uh, you know, cohesiveness within the Corleone family structure. And so the person who came and proposed the meeting absolutely at that point, um, with the help of some others, um, decided to take out Vito Corleone, who had the power structure in his pocket. So they decided to take him out. And then with the intention to do business uh, with the son who showed some interest in it. So that conflict was exposed to an enemy, unfortunately, right? But it was business. So they was going to take out Vito Corleone for business, not for personal, but for business. And sometimes, and so you have the same kind of conflict within organizations and you find it in culture where people are passionate about the organization and about the business, but may have lack of cohesiveness, right, in their team structure. Therefore, you see them at conflict with one another, not knowing how to keep it business. It then becomes personal, and that personal conflict then spills out in the organization, producing toxic culture. Why? Because people become guilty, depressed, they're angry, and then there's jealousy, right? And this produces this negative conflict, confusion, lack of productivity, lack of engagement, which produces a toxic culture. So how do leaders respond to this? Well, um, there's five responses that leaders, you know, can do to help uh, to, to develop, you know, this, this culture to keep it to where even if there is or isn't love, even when there is fear, right? Uh, leaders can respond to it to strive to keep the culture, uh, keep the culture not, uh, from becoming toxic, right? Um, the, the first thing is, which is really, you, you, you will do these five things if you are engaged as a leader yourself, right? So you must be engaged. And from your engagement, you have an open door uh, conversations, right? This is candid conversations. In other words, you know, candid conversations are held, but not grudges. I'm going to repeat that. Candid conversations are held, not grudges. What does this mean? This means that you allow this employee or your employees the opportunity to speak candid to you as a leader without you holding a grudge against them for what they say. I remember reading something that says that, you know, if you are, if you do not listen 
to your employees, soon you will find yourself surrounded by people who have nothing to say. They won't have anything to say to you, but they'll definitely be telling someone else. And unfortunately, what can happen is that, you know, that that reputation can come back and start the process of ruining your brand. Because that word of mouth is the best advertisement, you know, both positive and negative. So you want to make sure that you allow them to have the opportunity to say what they need to say uh, to you. Right. And then don't try to make up excuses and, you know, try to address every there's um, Robin Hatcher, who's one, you know, she's a she's a speaker. And she talked about the three uh, ways people listen. She said, number one, people listen uh, to fix. Right. You're looking for that gap when people are talking and then you want to fix a problem. Number two is that. Uh, people are looking to win, right? Want to win an argument, you know, want to win the argument. But number three, she says the most important way people listen, which is the least utilized, is people listen to learn. So when your employees are coming to your office and you have an open door policy and you allow them to have candid conversations, right? Listen to learn. Don't try to butt in when they take a gap in talking and try to fix the problem. Listen to learn. Because then what happens is if you're listening to learn, right, then you can have another conversation with them and you can leverage what you've learned. Right? But at another time. Because when they're talking and they're being candid, their emotional state at that point it's not the best time for you to try to address what they're saying because then they're saying you're not even listening. You, you just want to, you just want to fix it. You just want to fix them, which you should want to fix it. Right. But you, you, you got to look at the proper timing of when to fix it. Okay. Um, the second one is, you know, there has to be some coaching opportunities. There has to be coaching opportunities. See, this is how you leverage what you learn from the candid conversations is then you design a coaching, you know, schedule, a coaching format for these employees. Right. And this this coaching format, you got to drive back to the love emotion, the love motivator, what they love. You got to find out from the candid conversations you can, if you're listening to the clues, they will tell you everything you need to know, <laughs> right? So they'll tell you what they love. They'll tell you what they fear. From the love, they'll tell you what makes them happy, what they're compassionate about, what brings them joy. And from the fear, you'll find out, you know, why they're depressed, why they're angry, even if they're jealous or even guilty. If you're listening, so number one is the open door conversations where candid conversations are held and not um, not grudges. Number two, coaching opportunities based on what you learned from the candid conversations. Number three is leadership and professional development opportunities. See what you you know when you learn from people, people have experiences, people can contribute. 
what they have learned and their experiences, if they're interested. You may have some that are not interested in being a part of professional development as it relates to instructional or, you know, being an example or being in front of people. But again, giving people professional development and leadership development, right? That may inspire more productivity from your teams. But again, you won't know uh, how to design your professional development, how to design your leadership development if you never, uh, you know, have the coaching opportunities and if you never have the candid conversations. Candid conversations are, is the most important of it, right? Because it gives the, the, the employee the opportunity to show you or open up a window into their lives. You can learn more by allowing them to do so. Now, number four is, you know, from your company, however you can do this, you, you know, the, you have to offer a wellness package, right? Wellness benefit package. Like this is one of the main reasons why people are leaving jobs besides money and besides, you know, leadership or development opportunities or professional development opportunities is because of the wellness package. You know, people, you know, that's one of the one of the four trends, too, that's happening in 2022 is wellness. You know, then it has to be wellness package. People are looking for jobs, you know, more for wellness packets. You know, even uh, uh, um, it's it's even com- competing with, you know, w- wage benefits. Right. So they're raising the wages and which is good. But, uh, you know, people are getting paid more, but then the prices of, you know, things are raising more as well. So it's the, the wages that they're offering are competitive, but not as competitive as a wellness being package would be for that employee where that employee has, you know, within their uh, packages, you know, there's flexibility, you know, not so much as talking about the hybrid workforce, you know, even that's good as well. But if you don't have a way to measure productivity away from the office, you know, then don't jump into that because then what that can do is produce, you know, unnecessary conflict of, you know, you, you know, trying to, to be um, a dictatorship with, you know, with, with ignorance, you know, so yeah, you, you don't want to jump into something that you're not prepared for, right? But again, offer wellness benefits. And then number five is to simply have state interviews with your employees. Find out what's keeping them there, you know, especially from, you know, all that you get from the, uh, from the candid, you know, conversations, that's different from a state interview, right? A candid conversation is basically you open your door, you close your door, you let that employee sit down or stand up and let them spew out. It's just like regurgitation or it's just like a storm, right? That once a storm happens, you know, you start seeing the clouds go away and the sun comes back out. See, when you allow your employee to spew that out of them, you know, they begin to, their emotional tone begins to change themselves. But you got to be big enough, right, as a leader to not take this personal. 
it's only business, <laughs> right? So you got to allow them the opportunity to actually uh, get this out of them so that they can feel better, right? And so I've seen this done best with female leaders, uh, you know, um, in, 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 in my in my tenure of seeing leadership development, I've seen this done best with female leaders. Why? Female leaders seem to have more compassion. And I guess it's just an innate ability within them, right, to have more patience as they listen. And so it's always good, you know, as leaders, right, both male and female, to have compassion for when you're listening to these candid conversations. Okay, so listen, one, two, three, four, five, open door conversations, coaching opportunities, leadership and professional development opportunities, offer wellness benefits and have stay interviews. Find out what's keeping them there. That's the leader's response to why employees quit. Take care. Hey, thank you so much for enjoying another episode of Leadership Is Podcast, where we talked about, we did a recap of last episode, which was of episode 17 from season two, uh, the two great motivators of employees and why they quit, which is love and fear. And we talked about uh, this time, you know, how, what love looks like, what fear looks like, right, in the individual and also in the work that they perform and then how it affects the culture. Uh, Then we talked about the five ways of how leaders can respond, but a leader will not respond if that leader is unengaged themselves, right? And so really the first one is really that the leader must be engaged, but then there's open door conversations where candid conversations are held, but not grudges. Then there's coaching opportunities. There's leadership, professional development opportunities. You offer wellness benefits. And then, of course, there are state interviews. If you would like to have a half hour conversation with JM Leadership Development, please do not hesitate to reach out. You can send us an email at thejasonamohammed at gmail.com or you can call us at 828-333-7234 and we will respond promptly. Also, we would like for you to, uh, you know, make suggestions on what you would like to hear more in this uh, podcast. You know, you can send us an email and just tell us that. Also, we would like for all of our listeners to please uh, give us a review on Apple and other in Spotify and other podcast platforms that you listen. Give us a review uh, on that uh, platform. And also, you know, share this out to your constituents, uh, to your, you know, co-workers or whatnot, and let them know that there is a podcast that's out here for them that they can actually listen to and learn some principles of leadership. Okay? And listen, always remember that leadership is influence and service. <laughs>